Welcome to episode 59 of the Becoming Mind Strong podcast. And it is not a coincidence that this episode is being recorded after the last one where we talked about energy and law of attraction and what that actually means. Because today we're talking about a vital second step when it comes to that topic. And it's a step that many, many people, women especially, struggle with. And this is the topic of boundaries. Check it out. Welcome to Becoming Mind Strong, the official podcast of Mind Strong Fitness. My name is Rachel, and I'm the CEO of Mind Strong Fitness, and I am here to teach you truth. No more shakes, no more wraps, no more point systems, no more cutting out carbs, and most of all, no more living off restriction. We are here to learn nutrition as a skill, and it's a skill you only need to learn once, and you will literally never diet again. So you ready? Let's rock and roll. So obviously this is a health and fitness podcast, so we're going to do our best to talk about boundaries from the standpoint of health and fitness. And this is obviously a much larger topic when we talk about life in general. So if you listen to the last episode um, of this season of the podcast, we talked a lot about how you know, the law of attraction, the power of positive thinking, these be, these become such buzzwords and they, they get thrown around and they get a bad rep of like hippies and woo-woo and rainbows and unicorns. And at their core, they are physics, right? It is about vibrations. We talked about that radio station and tuning into the frequency with which you want to live. When we can fully embrace everything we talked about in that episode in terms of your vibe, vibe meaning vibration, your energy, your frequency that you're putting out in the world, attracting that back, we can begin to understand why boundaries become so important, right? If you are consciously, because as we talked about in the last episode, you're manifesting whether you want to or not. If you took the time to look around your life and see what's going well, what's not, where you're flourishing, where you feel stuck... All of that has already been manifested. Whether you think you quote unquote believe in it or not, it's already actively happening. What we're doing is we're becoming more conscious. We're becoming more deliberate with it. So when you start to do this work, when you start to become more conscious, more deliberate with where your energy is flowing, what you're attracting back, boundaries become of the utmost importance right? And if you've started to dip your toe in this water, you're probably feeling it already that if you are putting in the work to raise your vibration, to show up living from the inside out, when you start to get around people who haven't done this work, it's not a judgment thing, just a lot of people, the majority of people haven't, you can start to feel it. And I remember for myself personally, this became a very what is happening right now moment, because I've always grown up to be such a logical person, right? If you've read my book, if if you've hung out with me before, you know, I was raised in a family where emotions, feelings were weaknesses. It was all about logic, putting your head down and getting shit done. So as I started to do this work and I started to consciously live from the inside out and, and pay attention to the vibration I'm putting out in the world, what I started to notice was that I could feel when that shifted. And as someone who had to do a lot of work to even feel feelings deeply, this was like, holy cow, what is going on right now? Like I could feel when my energy dipped. I could feel when I was around someone who was dragging, as I mentioned last episode, one of my best friends calls it an energy vampire. When I was around an energy vampire who was draining that energy. 
And what starts to happen, especially as women, man, we, we have a, a lot of us struggle with boundaries. We think setting boundaries makes us mean. Setting boundaries makes us a bitch. Setting boundaries makes us standoffish. And in reality, boundaries are the most important thing you can be doing, not only for yourself, but for people around you. And that is not just some huge statement I'm throwing out there haphazardly. When we can understand that we are always attracting back, whether we're conscious of it or not, then we can understand that our energy is the single most important thing we have, right? You might say, no, Rachel, it's my kids. It's my family. Yeah. And if you want to give your kids and your family the life that you dream of giving them, you are attracting back what you're putting out, right? If they are the most important thing, then your energy has to come first so you can attract that life back to them. But the kicker is we can't live in that emotional state. We can't put out those vibrations if we're letting other people drain them. Now, I'm talking right now very big picture, right? I'm talking about going through life. If, if you have a relative, even if they're a close relative, that every time you pick up the phone to call them because you feel like you quote unquote should, if you leave that call feeling like an energy vampire just sucked it out of you, guess what? You're not doing anyone any favors by letting that bring your vibration down. If you know that every time you go to the school PTA fundraiser, you know, Karen, who's the head of the PTA, is going to corner you and talk your ear off and you're going to feel drained at the end of the day, you are not doing anyone any favors by putting yourself in that position and allowing that to happen. Because the you that's getting back in your car with your kid at the end of the day is not the you that your kid deserves. It is not the energy that you want to be attracting back. This becomes true when we hone in a bit more on our health and fitness journey, right? It can be hard for so many of us when we're living in this world of learning a new language. When people join Ignite, our 12-week program, you know, we're learning the skill of macro tracking. We're learning to retrain our minds. We're learning to red flag our thoughts and talk to ourselves like a kindergartner. And when we're in our space, when we're in our little Ignite family bubble, it's wonderful. This is one of the reasons that group coaching becomes so powerful because we have a community, because we have a family of like-minded people. But what happens for a lot of our members, especially in the beginning when they're new to this, is when they close down their computer, when they leave that community and they go out to the quote unquote real world, meaning their, their everyday life, they start to lose that spark. Who am I kidding thinking this is going to last, right? This isn't how my family is. This isn't how we talk. This isn't how we think. And the answer is exactly. That's why we're doing the work because it's so polar opposite than how we were raised to think. And we can now realize that's not serving us anymore. This is not comfortable work. This is dirty, hard, hands-in-the-dirt work. And it's going to be work where you are fighting against decades upon decades of neural connections. There's a reason that when you start to make changes in your energy, in your vibration, in your mindset, and then you go around, usually it's your family, right? Because those are the people who raised you. Those are the decades of wired and neural connections, that pull is going to win in the beginning. You are going to physically feel yourself being pulled back to the old way. And we must, and I am purposely saying must, consciously take a breath and identify, you know what? I feel the pull. I understand why the pull's happening. These, these are the people that raised me. This is, this is my homeostasis. This is my comfort zone. 
And I know that that's not serving me anymore. So I am going to recognize it. I'm going to thank it for getting me to where I am. And I'm going to consciously keep doing this new uncomfortable thing. Right. And again, this is true of of life. This is true in your health and fitness journey. When you start eating a certain way, when you start doing the mindset work, when you get around people who are living in the old mindset, that's not a knock to them. That's not a judgment on them, but it is going to be tempting and tempting isn't even the right word there. It's going to be natural to be pulled back to that homeostasis. And it is up to us to step into our power and set the boundaries we need to set. Now, boundaries don't always have to be a battle. Sometimes people think of boundaries and they think of of being this hard ass who's like, stay away, this is what I need or get out of my life. That's not what boundaries have to mean. Boundaries, when done in an effective way, can be a very heart-centered conversation. You could be sitting down with your partner and being like, listen, I love that one of the ways you show me love is by cooking to me. It means so much to me. It has been such a godsend since I started this new job and I'm working so much. And right now I am really committed to learning this skill of macro tracking and it's tough. It's, I don't have the willpower. I haven't locked in these habits yet to be able to say no, when you put this delicious food filled with heavy cream and things that are outside of my macros right now, it's hard for me to say no to them because I want to show you appreciation. I want to show you love by eating your food and it's not serving my goals. So can we sit down together and come up with a plan that's going to help me stick to my macros, but still make you feel appreciated because I do appreciate how you show love. You just set very firm boundaries in a heart-centered way, right? Then nothing about that was bitchy. You expressed your needs, you expressed why, you expressed appreciation, and you come up with the plan together. Now, this gets harder when we're talking about deep-rooted relationships, right? If your sibling or your mom or your dad is, is that energy vampire for you, this can get tough. Sometimes you have the open, honest conversation with them. Listen, I love you. I want to spend more time with you. But when the hour we spend together is spent gossiping or talking about, you know, the world that has wronged you or whatever it is, that that doesn't feel good for me. I want to be talking about what are you doing in life that lights you up? Let me tell you about what's lighting me up. Let's meet in a heart-centered place. The tough part can be not everyone's there. Not everyone has done the work or knows there's work to do. So there, it becomes up to you. It is not up to them. It is up to you to maybe take a next step with boundaries, right? If you have that open heart center conversation and it doesn't work, now what do those boundaries look like? It doesn't always, again, it's not this aggressive thing. It don't, doesn't always have to revert to cutting someone out, but maybe you spend less time there. Right? Maybe when you know you're getting on that once a week phone call, you find something to protect your energy. Maybe you go in the hot tub while you talk to them. Maybe you plan to call them while you're hiking in nature because that calms you down. Maybe you don't call as frequently. These are all important and important is the understatement of the year. These are musts when it comes to protecting your energy. But I think again, especially as women, number one, we hear the word boundaries and we think bitchy. Boundaries are not bitchy. There is a heart-centered way to approach them. Secondly, and most importantly, boundaries are the single most important thing you can be doing, not only for you, but for your family. And this goes hand in hand with last episode. When we understand that we are always attracting back, whether we are conscious of it or not, we can understand that our energy is the thing that provides that life we want for our family, for our partner, for our kids, for our grandkids. So setting these boundaries is a necessary act 
to protect that energy, to attract back, to manifest back the life we want, not only for ourselves, but also for the people that we love. If you haven't done so already, be sure to check our private Facebook group for women only. Look for Mind Strong Women on Facebook, and we'll see you in there.